Hey there. If you like this podcast, you are going to love my new book, Needy, How to Advocate for Your Needs and Reclaim Your Sovereignty. In Needy, I share my unique approach to identifying, honoring, and advocating for the most tender and true parts of yourself that are yearning to be acknowledged. It is an invitation to embody self-acceptance, which leads to meaningful growth in self-responsibility, self-care, self-trust, and self-love. All of the themes that we talk about all of the time on this podcast. Woven with threads of timeless wisdom, honest assessments of our needs, and heartfelt personal stories of transformation from yours truly and others, Needy illustrates a profound vision for what is possible when you listen to the stirrings of your heart and reclaim your undisputed sovereignty in your life. Now, you can get Needy wherever books are sold, but if you are a podcast super fan, you might appreciate the audiobook, which I do narrate, which you can find on Audible. Now on to today's show. Hey there, it's your host, Mara Glatzel, and you are listening to The Needy Podcast. Here at Needy, we are devoted to sharing frank conversations and true stories about what it means to meet your needs consistently, messily, and sustainably. To get more information about today's episode, please visit theneedypodcast.com. Now, on to today's show. Hey there. Before I get too far ahead of myself today, I want to let you know that this Thursday, uh, September 3rd, I am offering a free workshop called Deliciously Doable, Energy Leaks and Essential Self-Care for Mortals Masquerading as Superheroes. And it's going to be about a lot of what we're talking about in this episode today, but essentially how you can shore up your energy, how you can show up for yourself, especially when you have a lot on your plate, as I know many of us, all of us do right now. If you want to join me for that, again, it's a totally free workshop. You can find out more at maragladsell.com backslash doable, or check out the show notes for today. So today I want to talk about this idea of what are you waiting for? Really? What are you waiting for to start taking better care of yourself, reclaiming more of your own energy, saying yes to yourself, even when it means saying no to other people, uh, really occupying this spot in the center of your life. And I've been thinking about it so much this week uh, because I've been talking to so many of you about what you're waiting for. And I think a lot of it comes back to this idea of waiting for a time when it's easier or waiting for a time when I have more energy bandwidth capacity available. And the cruel trick about taking care of yourself and really partnering with yourself to uh, bring your tend to your, your, your care, your physical care, but also your vision for your life um, to everything that you care about the most is that 
this is something that gives you energy. Of course, that's why we're all looking for it. Uh, (laughs) we want to feel better. We want to feel, um, more confident, more organized, more whole. We want to feel like I've like got everything that I need in here. And I feel really comfortable and trusting of that fact. Um, and also this work takes energy. So we're, we're right when we're in that stall pattern of waiting until we have the energy to expend the energy to take care of ourselves, to, to receive the many, 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 many dividends of that, that care. And and also we're expecting that at some point that's going to happen naturally. If we just wait or bide our time or play our cards right or, you know, keep ourselves organized, get everything else done for everyone else, make sure that, you know, things are ticked off the to-do list, that at some point our care will naturally become like brought to its rightful place at the center of our lives. And that is not true. Uh, not, not as far as I've seen it, not as far as I, I know it. And so what's a human to do, right? Because while we're biding our time and we're waiting and we're doing, 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 earning or attempting to earn our way to our own care, we are simultaneously exhausting ourselves even more. And this is where we really get stuck in this place of burnout because we're trying to work our way to a place of being worthy enough of having our needs met. We're trying to, you know, I kind of see it like we're, we're digging out a hole. Um, but if this were, you know, the, the cartoon version of our lives, it's like, I'm digging the hole, but behind me, the, the dirt is just going back into the hole. Um, and perhaps like starting to bury me in the hole, um, which, which is funny, but it's really not funny when you're in it and I've been in it. So I wanted to talk today about what do you do in that spot when you're trying to dig the hole, you're trying to earn your way to your own care. You're trying to make space, but it seems like every corner is occupied and you have this really brilliant intuitive knowing that you're going to need that care Um, You're going to need the energy from that care in order to do your own work, in order to even have it in you to set boundaries, even have it in you to um, prepare yourself something to eat that's actually going to nourish your body versus just grabbing something, you know, and eating it standing up, running between here and there. Uh, to even have the bandwidth to be in a place of self-inquiry, to be in that place of just getting curious and, uh, and, and connecting with yourself, right? All of those things require energy. So what do you do when you're flat out and you very aptly are able to realize I don't have anything left to give myself. I realize that how I'm living is unsustainable. I realize that this really doesn't feel good. Um, but like every square inch of my energy is accounted for in one way or another. So we've talked in this podcast before about energy leaks, and I want to bring that back up now because when we're in a real place of an energy deficit, there's only two things that we can do. The first is reclaim some energy that we're putting out. 
And the second is add in one thing, something doable, uh, to shore up our energy and nourish us. Something that we are actually able to do, right? It all starts with that one thing. And, you know, this, this is exactly what I'm going to be working through in my workshop on Thursday, um, and giving you some, some different kinds of exercises for. So if you want to dig into this more with me, please do so. I'm going to, you know, give you everything I've got, but I wanted to mention it here because I wanted to be part of this larger conversation because I think that so often, um, we can really beat ourselves up for being in this place. Because we know it's unsustainable. We know that it's, it's like not working. Um, but you know, but it's, it's working. Like I'm putting that in air quotes, like just, just almost working. And it's that feeling of I've carefully constructed this house of cards. Everything at this moment is like has its place and is, you know, the structure is intact. But I have this felt sense that if I even breathe, if I even take two seconds to tend to myself, if I even, you know, turn off my computer or turn off my phone or get in the shower and really enjoy myself, get lost in the moment, that if I'm not paying attention to what I have built here with every second of every day, then it's going to topple. Then something bad's going to happen. And when we're in that space, we're borrowing against ourselves because of that stress of believing that, you know, if we're not, if we're not vigilant 24 seven, then everything around us is going to come toppling down. And if that's how we're relating to ourselves, if that's how we're relating to our lives, then during times of stress, like now, right? Middle of a pandemic, um, you know, depending on whatever it is that you have going on in your life, you may be worrying about your job, uh, your housing, your kids going back to school, your health. Um, there may be so many things on your plate. And so during those times of stress, we hold on even tighter. Our own care is even further in the background during those times when we need it the most. And we get locked into that pattern because of that house of cards, because I don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize what I've built. I don't want to make a single move unless it's a sure thing. The problem with this is that over time, we lose parts of ourselves because of all of that vigilance. We lose that connection. I mean, it never goes away completely, but it it becomes more and more and more distant, that connection with both our our feeling of um, believing in our own leadership uh, and, you know, that curiosity, that creativity of other ways that we could approach ourselves because just like remaining still and holding that space is, you know, is everything. And when we're in that spot, a lot of times the self-care that we're sold is something that's like totally frivolous, totally peripheral, um, you know, custom fit for somebody else, not, you know, not custom fit for us. Um, 
we don't, we don't have time to connect with ourselves deeply. So, well, all we have time for is listening to somebody else. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. And, and, and only tell me what to do if it's a sure thing, right? I have to be able to know, like, and trust you enough to believe that what you're telling me is a sure thing. And, you know, and, and we're sold, we're sold tons of fixes for this spot. And a lot of them, because they're not custom fit for you, because they don't, they aren't uh, born out of this connection with yourself, aren't going to nourish you. So then you start to get in this, you know, further bind of believing like, well, I did that, you know, I tried and it didn't even make a dent. So why bother (laughs) getting further and further and further away? So when it comes back to those two things and, um, you know, I've, I've talked on this podcast a lot about emergency self-care versus consistent, sustainable self-care. And if you've been listening for a while, you all know that I am a huge fan of, um, consistent and sustainable self-care, but sometimes we're in an emergency self-care moment and that's where we have to start from. So if you're there, you're in good company. Uh, so what do we do in that moment? Right. I want you to think about what one thing you can take off your plate today and what one thing, again, super doable, you can add to how you're taking care of yourself today that will help shore up your energy. And the reason that I believe so deeply in doable, tangible um, ways of caring for ourselves is because it enables us to take radical self-responsibility for our energy body and give ourselves some more of the energetic shore footing that we require to do the deeper work of figuring out why our lives have gotten to this point. What might be going on with us? What are the bigger belief systems at play? What's the emotional underpinning happening here? And I love that work. Like that is my work, but you can't do that work if you don't have the energy to do that work. If you don't have the space in your life to do that work. And so I think it's so important to really deepen into thinking about our energy leaks and anything that we might be adding in that will help stabilize and sustain us. So first let's start with energy leaks. An energy leak is, you know, imagine that your energy for the day, you're, you're, you have a finite capacity of energy for the day. And let's say it's in a water balloon and, you know, there's like all these little teeny pinpricks in that water balloon of, um, I'm taking responsibility for something that's not mine to own. Uh, I am, um, you know, avoiding that, that task because I really don't want to do it, but I think about it all of the time. Um, I, you know, haven't had that conversation, all of these things. It's like prick, 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 prick. And so while each thing individually might not completely deflate our energy balloon, it's just like that that loss of energy, right? That little bit of loss of energy. And if we are able to stop stop that leak, then we're able to preserve more of our energy each day. And that may seem small, but that makes such a felt difference in our lives. 
And when we couple that with like that one thing we can take off of our plate, and we couple that with one thing that we can add into our daily care, our daily life, um, that will, will help shore up our energy. Now we have like preserved a little bit of the energy on the, on one side and added in a little bit of energy on the other side. And so now we are having a little bit more energy and we can use that little bit more energy to extend out our care for ourselves, our care for our lives, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. And that just those small shifts can create such a powerful change in our lives. And it's that's so different than what we're taught, right? We're taught to go for like, you're a big problem, you need the big fix. Like, (laughs) you're so stressed out and burnt out that you're holding on to your house of cards with like, you know, two white knuckled hands, not breathing. Uh, You need like the whole gamut. Um, But you don't you don't. Let it be as simple as drinking more water. Let it be as simple as setting a few tech boundaries with yourself so that you're not up scrolling on social media all night long. Let it be as simple as I will try to eat breakfast or um, you know, I'll make, I'll make, I'll batch cook something that's going to nourish me all week long. Let it be simple because part of how we're moving from self-abandonment to self-partnership is by working with ourselves instead of on ourselves. You, when you're constantly working on yourself, you're expending, 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 trying things, all of those big fixes, buying more stuff. Um, trying to get somebody else to answer the question for you of what do I need instead of turning towards yourself and asking yourself those questions. And so in my work, you know, I really want to support you in working with yourself instead of continuing to use your energy working on yourself and to move from that place of real self-abandonment um, to, to partnering with yourself through taking, you know, we've talked today about radical self-responsibility, taking responsibility for your needs, taking responsibility for what's on your plate, taking responsibility for how you're nourishing yourself, and using those really small actions, stacking them up to rebuild your self-trust to reclaim your sovereignty. And, you know, it may not seem like it right now, especially if you're, you're in that grippy, vigilant place, but these acts do build, do blossom into a place of self-appreciation, into self-love. And this is a model of how we can be in relationship with ourselves that may be different from what we're seeing um, with other people uh, in our lives. It may be different than what we were taught when we were growing up, but it is available to you. And, you know, if it appeals to you, I, I would love to teach you. You know, I would love to support you. There's a lot of ways that I do that. And, you know, you can check out this free class that's happening on Thursday. That's a starting point. I'm about to uh, launch my nine month long signature program tent. That's you know, that's not a starting point. That's like the whole thing. Uh, so if you want support with this, please let me know. Uh, you can reach out to me. But what I want you to walk away from this podcast episode with is this idea that 
I can support myself. I can be in relationship with myself and I can let that be easy, right? I don't have to figure the whole thing out right now just to drink some more water. I don't have to get to the bottom or the root of that belief system just to like batch cook some chili that I can eat for dinner for the next three days. You know, I don't have to get it all it being like (laughs) all my stuff, uh, to take one thing off my plate that's not serving me, to plug up one energy leak, right? There are these ways that we support ourselves to even have the energy to deepen into this work. And today, wherever you are, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're sitting with, consider that. What one thing can I take off my plate to make some space to plug up some energy? leaks? And what one thing can I give myself that can help me to shore up my precious, you know, our energy is our most precious resource. So paying attention to the energy that you have, to the quality of that energy, to thinking about what drains your energy, what gives you energy, like all of that is essential to feeling as vibrant and energetic as you want to feel, to having the energy for everything that you care about, that you want to do, uh, your work, the way you contribute to the world, um, the things that you value, the things you want to prioritize, right? All of that requires energy and, and the quality and quantity of your energy starts with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the needy podcast with Mara Glatzel. If you'd like my support and learning how to nourish your needs, dance on over to the needypodcast.com to sign yourself up for revive a gorgeously free five day course, chock full of real self care and daily tending. If you love today's episode, pretty please leave us a review on iTunes and join us next week. And as always, permission loves company. So if there's a human in your life that you think can benefit from this conversation, I would be so grateful if you shared it with them. Thank you. Thank you.